Welcome to this episode of Red Sea Roundup. It's a very special episode for today. In studio, I have my dear friend, Megan Silas. Welcome, Megan. Hi, Pam. And it is a special episode because we're doing a crossover of Shoulder to Shoulder. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know or aren't aware, Megan and I have a podcast with, with each other talking about all things Christ in relationship. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'd like her to do the intro for Shoulder to Shoulder. <laughs> okay, for all you Shoulder to Shoulder listeners, welcome to this episode of Shoulder to Shoulder, where we strive to grow in love of the Lord and each other. Well, it's good to be in the studio with you, and thank you for doing um, a crossover with me. I like to do this a couple of times a year. I hope Dennis and Caleb are okay with it, too. Um, it's really fun for me, and I hope to draw more listeners over to um, our app, which is the Red Sea Roundup app um, on all of your platforms to be able to purchase. Not per- you don't have to purchase. It's a free one, right? But you mm-hmm. can also hear the Shoulder Shoulder podcast on all your favorite platforms as well. If you listen to podcasts, it is sh- the word shoulder two and shoulder. Yes, yeah, the number two. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. What do I do without her? How do I even do Roundup without her? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always a pleasure to be on Roundup, you know, as the, that was my first yeah. experience of being on the microphone on Red Sea Catholic Radio all those right. years ago when it started up. And and I will say, I actually was just talking um, with my spiritual director recently about how I'm a type of person who tends to get a lot of ideas and, and really does... Um, derive a lot of pleasure from kind of bringing ideas to reality. And so, you know, one of the ideas that I had that gives me most joy that came to reality, it was Red Sea Roundup. And the fact that it still continues, it just blesses my heart so much. I love that it continues. and, And I just know that the Lord is blessing people by all the wonderful conversations that are happening. And you know, this special, special community of the Bryan College Station area, my heart still pines for it, you know, now that I have lived in uh, the Houston area for, I guess, eight years now. Eight years, I'm thinking. Yeah. And, uh, but it's still, you know, I just told my husband the other day, who's actually um, having a job search right now, is like, "Um, so if you could find a job in College Station, I would really move back, (laughs) you know, I I would be okay with that. So Right. And I have to say that Megan was really, in the pioneering days, because the radio station, I believe, has only been around even two years longer than that. So it's only been around 10 years. Yeah. Is that about right, Caleb, you think? No, that's so definitely about, about right. Yeah. Right. And so um, also with your infatigability, <laughs> um, we ended up when Megan moved away, we had to get three other people to replace her. So <laughs> each of us take a different um, day of the week of the month mm-hmm. to have our show. And mine is third Wednesdays. And you can always um, listen to me on the app as well at a later date mm-hmm. if you want to. But again, you can find Shoulder to Shoulder on your favorite podcast platform. And YouTube now. That's oh, right. right. Yeah. I forget about that. So if you start to listen to us and we'll pop up on our feed. And I must say, when my face or your face pops up on my feed, I'm like, oh. This is kind of odd. We're <laughs> yeah, not used to odd. that. I, God, we were so comfortable in our little anonymity of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you this, but like um, when Robbie, my son, you know, from a little guy, we used to call him our our human um, cartoon character because he's v- very expressive in the way that he speaks and everything, and just makes a lot of facial expressions. He uses his hands a lot, and ever since. 
we've started having these videos pop up on YouTube, I look at myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the mama cartoon character. No <laughs> I have way. so many facial expressions that I wow. notice. I'm like, wow, you know, it's so, so funny. He's, he's my little mini me though. He's the one that looks like me. He's got the dark skin and it looks very Italian. Oh, yeah. So. Anyway, love it. but love it's a blessing to be here. So what are we talking about today? Okay, Pam? well, we're going to be talking about Christian leadership. But before we do that, I want to um, give people more of an introduction to who you are, Megan, because okay. um, if you don't listen to our podcast or you're a rather new listener, and we've got a lot of new listeners as we Thank grow, you, new listeners. right? Yeah. As we've been growing, especially throughout the Brazos Valley and down there in the Waco and West area. So um, I'm going to give a little background, but I'd like sure. for you to start. Oh, okay. Um, well, I think uh, one of the things that defines me more than anything else is the fact that um, I am a convert to the Catholic faith. Um, I started the radio station working here about nine years, and I've only been a Catholic about 10 and a half. <laughs> so it was, was a really quick um, thing for me as I came into the church to start um, volunteering at the radio station. But uh as a convert, you know, I've just continued to grow in love of the Lord and, and love for his church and also frustration with his church sure. because that's the, that's the reality that we live in, but uh, never to the point of being discouraged. And so, you know, I'm just so blessed to, to call myself a Catholic and to try to live and grow in the sacramental life. And so through my path of uh, after conversion, um, you know, spent a, a fair amount of time trying to grow in my own spiritual life and through that process receive spiritual direction. Um, and so after about uh, eight years of my own spiritual direction, just felt, you know, called by the Lord to, to get trained up to try to minister to others in that same way, because I was so blessed to do it. I mean, to receive it, sorry. And so, uh, so yeah, so ministry work now, uh, I, I, I do spiritual direction. Um, I love doing the podcast with you, Pam. And then also, uh, I am a lay passionist. For those of you who've listened to the podcast regularly, you know that that's a big part of, of who I am spiritually. Uh, and so recently I've had some great opportunities to, to try to help others um, discover and, and grow in, in passion of spirituality. So that's really blessed me. So, it, so that's sort of me spiritually. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm also a mom to two and the wife of one. <laughs> it's a good thing, right? Kevin's, yes. So, uh, so that's what comes to mind for me to share with you. Okay. Uh, now, did you want to add to yes, that? Yes, I do want to add to that. So one of the things that I think um, makes our podcast um, rather unique is we are both converts and have a um, just a passion for sharing the love of the Lord with each other. And we struck up a friendship pretty much the moment that we met each other, mm -hmm. Megan and I did. This has been, you know, 10 years ago. It yeah. was right after your conversion sure. that yeah. you were showing up at daily mass. And mm -hmm. I mean, I can remember, I think it was one of the very first moments I ever met you just in the chapel at St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. You were sac doing sacristy duty. Yes, I remember I at that time. Yeah, I was doing sacristy duty. Um, and and Megan, in the truth, Megan fashion, invited me to lunch. <laughs> yeah, lunch or coffee? I believe it was lunch. It was lunch. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know she saw in me apparently something she wanted to get to know better. Mm -hmm. And see, we talk a lot about this kind of forging good friendships, um, mm -hmm. and she's been an amazing example to me how to do that. 
So we struck up our friendship and we would go pretty regularly, like yeah. once a month. We were mm-hmm. going to lunch and we would have these lively conversations about faith yeah. and our conversions and our passions mm-hmm. for the Lord. And those went on for quite some time. Not only did they go on for a number of years, but they also went on for quite some time while we were there. So I always felt a little bad for whoever was the waiter or waitress <laughs> that we had because we were going to be there for at least three hours. Generally. Yes. And to this day, that's kind of how our, our time together goes because it's very precious to us and we want to soak up every minute that we can. And so, you know, fast forward a couple of years, um, then at one of the benefit dinners, which we just had a beautiful and amazing one not too long ago mm-hmm. that was very successful. Thanks be to God. Um, Dennis was wanting to grow in the podcast area. And the Holy Spirit just really put it on my heart because I do not feel like it was for me at all because mm-hmm. I don't think I have a lot to offer. Uh, so I'm going to put that on Megan. She's got a lot to offer. Oh, stop. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was just, I went home that night. I'm like, I just kept hearing this voice saying, you and Megan can do that. The conversations you had during lunch were so lively and and rich and edifying to me. I mean, Mm -hmm. when she moved away, I I mean, I think I was a little depressed for a while. (laughs) I mean, I was even trying to replace her with other friends here. This Um. wasn't going to happen. (laughs) And um, so that was part of how the beginning of the podcast started, that we started to do that. But one of the things about your background that I think adds a lot to of depth to the podcast itself is that you um, have an undergraduate degree in psychology Mm -hmm. from Princeton, I believe it is. And she also went on to train in medical school. That is correct. Right. Yep. And so sometimes when we get in in those areas of health and wellness, she's got both sides. Mm -hmm. She's got the physical health and a spiritual psychological health component too, that she can speak with some authority on, which I think, um, has really added a lot of depth to our podcast and being together. Yeah. And I think such an important thing, you know, this reality that we're meant to be as human beings, you know, these body soul composites and that we can't neglect one and, and think it's going to all go well. Right. And so it's really is a blessing to have some understanding in both of those areas and hopefully to continue to grow in understanding. Right. Um, Cause we are beautifully a, and wonderfully made. We've right? done a podcast on this specifically. Yeah, yeah. So I encourage you that when you do go and look up our podcast, again, the word shoulder number two and word shoulder, that you could actually do a search on topics that are interesting to you and come up with them because now we have a hundred plus, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred plus episodes there for you to just yeah. browse topic matters that are very um, near and dear to your heart that you want to hear more about. Yeah. One of the cool things also is the majority of our um, podcasts are not time specific. Like they don't deal with, oh, they're not only relevant in, in the moments that they were uh, recorded. So we tend to talk about things that are more, you know, broader issues, uh, mm-hmm. not so much current events and things like that. So how about um, we do approach that sometimes? Every now and then. Yeah. But one of the things I think is so beautiful about the way the Holy Spirit works with Megan and I is we'll, we, you know, we'll have like a little texting back and forth about topics of the mm-hmm. day. And I'm telling you, 50% of the time or better, the same thing is on both of our hearts where we just know that that's of the Holy Spirit and really wanting us 
to 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 just share our hearts on the on the topic because if it's on our hearts, it's probably on other people's hearts as well. True. Yeah. So that's how we come up with subject matter as well as breaking down scripture and sometimes books yeah. that really bless us. Have we done more than one book? No, I think we just did the one book. Which the Faith made... of the Fathers? It was oh. a Friendship of the Fathers. Friendship of the Fathers. Yeah. That's the only book we've done? Yeah, I think so. Well, maybe oh, okay, so the other one. series was just on Corinthians. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did go through, you know, First Corinthians. Uh... Right. So hopefully we can do a Jacques Philippe maybe. That's one of Ooh, my favorites. That would be a good that. one. Yeah, there's a oh, lot of depth and you know there. the really one I want to do is um, from your Spiritual Direction Courses by Ackland. And oh, Ackland and Hicks, yeah. On prayer. Uh, the, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'd good. love to break some of that down and break open the catechism sometime. So we're always open to suggestions on topics, too. If it's on your heart and mind, you can actually go to our Facebook page, mm-hmm. Shoulder to Shoulder Podcast. I think Pod- if you add that word, it gets it? it more specific. Yeah. Um, OK, there you go. And that's the way you can get in touch with us. But today um, I had... I asked Megan if we could talk about Christian leadership. I didn't ask her. I told her basically. <laughs> That's all right. I actually enjoy being told what to do. It, yeah. It's interesting. I don't get it a lot from people. I think people tend to think I like to be in, in charge, which isn't really the truth. No, but leaders, <laughs> so, leaders naturally lead, you know, yeah. and uh, you are a natural leader. And I love that about yeah. you as well. I'm a natural follower, <laughs> but only the good ones, right? I only follow the good ones. So I'm very thankful that we can talk about this today. So, what happened was I was at the last minute asked to do a talk on Christian leadership. Mm-hmm. I mean, like four days. I had right. four day prep time and really had to spend a lot of time pondering it. So there's a lot that I was, I just felt so out of my, because I'm, I'm like, I'm not a Christian leader. I don't, what am I going to know about this kind of thing? Well, that brings up a question to me was, how do you define what a Christian leader is? Because yes. I think sometimes we're a little narrow in the exactly. way we think of it. <laughs> exactly. So after lots of prayer mm-hmm. and um, I do my best work prepping for talks or shows in the Adoration Chapel. Imagine mm-hmm. that. I, I've gotten to the point where that's like, yeah, I'm not even going to try at home. I might try at home if I'm time crunch, but otherwise in front of the Blessed Sacrament because I want it to be totally of him and his inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I think the one of the more interesting things that I really came up with, and, and we'll start this to be the crux of what I believe Christian leadership to be, is that we are all Christian leaders, every single one of us. And we should be forming ourselves to be a Christian leader, a Catholic leader in our communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really think that's a good point to make that we're all going to be, if we're a Christian, we're all going to be Christian leaders. We can be good leaders or bad leaders. So right. you, don't get a, you don't get a pass by saying, well, I'm not a leader. No, you are. And you have to decide, are you leading well or are you leading poorly? Right. So... One of the other things I want to talk about or that kind of just really is complimentary to this, and it's a way for us to personally grow in virtue because, you know, I love that. And we'll get into the virtues here in a second about Christian leadership is much like if you're a parent, your little ones are always watching you. Mm -hmm. But I will challenge you to say that your peers and everyone you meet are watching you as well. So you are already setting an example of Christian leadership in your daily life. And how do you want that to look? And that's kind of what I want to break down with Megan. I think that'll be kind of fun to get to Mm -hmm. talk to you about. Well, what are some characteristics that you look for and go, ah, that's a Christian leader? 
Well, the first thing that comes to mind is the oft used phrase of servant leadership. Mm-hmm. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's, Honestly, we never have to go any farther than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to understand the perfection of all things, right? And he is the perfect example of what leadership should look like as a Christian. And so how did he lead? He led by his presence. That's, I mean, just think about that. The incarnation itself was an act of leadership. Mm. That's rich. Is that? Especially, that just came to me right now. Especially so with Christmas as Advent season when this right. will be, you yeah. know, his incarnation. So really pondering on that alone. Yeah. What a beautiful Advent. Because what that thought. says is it's like if you put it in military terms, it's he's saying, I'm not going to be a general who's going to hang back in the command center. I'm going to be a general who's going to be on the field with you. Yes. That's so true. And what you experience, I will experience. Mm-hmm. Your joys, your sorrows, your pain, your suffering, mm-hmm. your love, your disappointment, all these things. And I'm going to show you how to do it in a way that glorifies God, the Father, who should be leading all things. And that's the beauty about Jesus. Although he was equal to God, he did not consider equality something to be grasped, but he emptied himself. And so that idea of not grasping at leadership, becoming humble in oneself and obedient to those who are above us, mm. because this is a reality. No leader that is human is a leader unto himself or herself. There is always someone above you. There are usually many people above you that are still gi- given you know, authority over you that you're meant to listen to, but ultimately we all have God over us. And so that idea that leadership doesn't mean being independent of the authority that's above us. What a great point. That reminds me of like the, the people I've seen in my life um, that have been very good Christian leadership examples and some of their characteristics. And you say Christ absolutely was the very best one in perfection. But I like to talk about us imperfect humans too. <laughs> um, I have somebody in mind, but do you have someone in mind that perhaps you thought of as like, you know what? Um, he or she is just such an awesome witness of the love of God in just their countenance and their daily activities um, and just to who they are, they really exude the love of Christ. Like we're all called to be that kind of mm-hmm. person, that kind of leader. Is anybody that comes to mind for you like that? Well, you know, we talked about the fact that I'm a convert. And I will say that I converted to the Catholic faith during the time that Pope Benedict Sixteenth was the Supreme Pontiff. But I didn't, never, ever thought of him in the words of Supreme Pontiff. I thought of him as Papa Bene. Mm. And... To me, he stands out as a beautiful example of someone who was so brilliant. He could speak of the things of the Lord and write of the things of the Lord in ways that were profound and moving and enlightening. And yet he was so quiet Mm. in his spirit, so humble. And he was attacked so much for simply his faithfulness to the teachings of the church. And he took those attacks with such grace He never fought back in ways that were ugly. He never sought retribution. He just quietly led and loved. 
And that to me was so much of an example and a blessing as a new Catholic. And the day it was announced that he retired, I cried. Yeah. I cried Yeah, to, to not have him visibly as, you know, my Supreme father in faith. Right. Well, when I converted, in fact, it was, um, John Paul II, Pope John Paul II. Saint Listen, Pope John Paul Saint II. Saint Pope John II. I don't know if they've added the great to it or not. but they, Many they, people have. I don't know if it's yeah, official. <laughs> I don't think it's official quite yet. But yeah, I would say his um, loving spirit, his mm-hmm. joy and, and compassion for the young people too is something that really always attracted me. It's like mm-hmm. love always won with him in the right, just kind of way mm-hmm. that he was able to... Um, exude that kind of joy. And I do have a, a, a person in my life that, because um, I want to talk about real practical people that we sure. meet um, that impacted me very much when I was trying and working very hard to grow in my faith and doing what I knew that I could. She stood as a joyful, infatigable example of what it's like to, to be Catholic and to love being Catholic and to be apostolic because mm-hmm. um since you are a passionate, I passionist, I am a member of the Regnum Christi mm-hmm. group. It's a group movement movement. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a lay movement. And I do really recommend people. If you ever strive to grow closer to the Lord and you feel like you would like another Avenue to do that, I really encourage lay movements in the church. There are many, many, many of them at this point. Um, the ones here locally in the Bryan college station area are, there's Regnum Christi, there are the um, Opus Dei, there's Focolari, there is Third Order Franciscans, there's, well, there's one other, they're very Marian, I, I can't think, they were the Scapulars. Oh yeah. I, I can't remember. remember that one as well. Uh, those are just a few. Carmelites, the Lake Carmelites? Maybe Lake Carmelite and um, really help people to, there's the Divine Mercy Cynical as well. That's mm-hmm. a late movement, I'm not sure, but it's very close. Many things like that to help us grow in our faith. And I think all of them show leadership. Like when you're really desiring to give Christ everything to pour it all out, um, we're looking for other avenues to mm-hmm. to grow and broaden ourselves that way. You know, I have to say, you know, as I think about a personal encounter experience of Christian leadership. And if he hears about this, he's going to turn completely red. Probably it's Dennis Maka, the the president of Red Sea Catholic radio, because, you know, I've told a story before, I think of, you know, when I first felt moved by the Holy spirit to um, volunteer at the radio station. And so um, I called up the number that I found online and the, (laughs) I get uh, an answer. Hello, this is Dennis Maka, the president of Red Sea Catholic Radio. And I was like, president? I don't need to be talking to the president. I just want to talk to Joe Schmo or whatever, uh, you know, to come and volunteer. But, um, you know, I basically just said to him, you know, I'm a new Catholic and I feel like the Lord's calling me to volunteer at the station. Um, What do you think? Come on down. Let me meet you. And you know, he, to just see him who was so obedient to a call placed on his heart out of the blue by the Holy Spirit to start this radio station, the way that he has given over his life, he's allowed it to suffuse his whole family life and brought them along with him on this journey to build 
um, this station and, and the ways that he's just been obedient and open to other people coming. And gosh, I get, just came, you know, with so many ideas and he was always, you know, just graceful, you know, with so much grace and, and uh, openness and, uh, you know, he, not trying to assert himself, but just, but, you know, being firm when firm was mm-hmm. necessary. And so he's, he really is a beautiful witness to yes. me of Christian leadership, the way he's doing it both professionally, but also in his home with his family of really being the spiritual head of his home. It's a, it's, it's right. a wonderful thing. So shout yeah. out to you. Dennis yeah. Mocken. The only thing I could probably add to that about um, what I really, my sense of Dennis and that kind of the leadership that he does, again, it goes with his obedience to the call to start the radio station. But I think he has a special charism or gift to really be able to hear the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us can develop that. Dennis has done that. Right. And I know and have a lot of faith in like whatever he asks of me. Um, or tells me yes or tells me no, I feel like it's been done with prayer and with consultation to the Holy Spirit too, which um, is a beautiful characteristic of a true Christian leader. To Absolutely. Take that prudence to take everything to prayer mm-hmm. is, is a very much a part of that because he'll be the first to tell you. There have been people that approached him to start things and do things that he was like, oh, no, no, no way. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit just changed his heart around <laughs> and said, sure. oh, yes, sir, you will. And uh, he said, yes, sir. Right. right. So yeah. there's that part, too. So the obedience aspect of it, which is quite beautiful. Yeah. And I do think that it goes hand in hand in what we were talking about before of understanding that, you know, you're as a leader, you're under an authority. Right. And to, to understand that God ultimately is your authority and that. How can you lead if you're not spending time getting your marching orders, right? And so I would say one of the most important things of Christian leadership, it must be rooted in prayer. If you are not praying, you should not be leading because you're not going to be given those graces and the discernment to understand where you're supposed to lead to. Because if you don't have a destination, if you don't have a goal in mind, you're wandering around, you're not leading, you know? And so, but where do you get that destination? Where do you get those goals? Well, they ought to come from the Lord working with you to discern how to you best use you as a Christian leadership, as a Christian leader in your state in life. And that's another thing to remember as well about leadership. Stay in your lane, right? Like it's not appropriate for me to try to lead a men's group, Right. Like yeah, that would right. be, that would be a misuse of leadership mm-hmm. for me as a woman to try to step into leadership of a men's group. So, you know, so, you know, that's just kind of a, like obvious example, but you know, those sort of ideas about where is it appropriate for you to lead um, and to step into those roles. And sometimes you're going to have to discern, even if asked that it's not right for you. And that's another important thing to remember as well in Christian leadership. Christian leadership doesn't, means saying yes to every time someone asks you to leave. Absolutely lead. not. That's right. It means discerning where you're called yes. to Using lead. That, I mean, prudence, prudence, and more prudence. Amen. Yeah. It's definitely a part, but I really like the way you're talking about it with, um, in the context of prayer. And mm. I think we should all train ourselves. If some, we are asked or commissioned to do something for the Lord to, it's okay to say, let me take that to prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, this sounds really attractive. Let me talk to my spouse. Maybe if you have a spouse, 
and consult the Holy Spirit and the good Lord. And again, take it to a time of adoration. If it's something that you're really being called to do, try not to be too, um, knee jerk. I have done that in the past Mm -hmm. and fallen myself into different types of, um, leadership roles that maybe I wasn't the best for. Right. So, so being able to know your charisms is another big part um, of knowing where your strengths lie that the Lord has given you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a really good exercise. If you find that you maybe are a little bit too quick with the yes to step into leadership roles um, and you find that maybe you did that too hastily, it's good to examine after something like that happens, well, why? Why did I say yes? When I really should have taken the pause, I should have discerned, I should have prayed. And a lot of times you'll find that, you know, there are different reasons, you know, for different people. Like some people have just be like, they're just people pleasers and they don't want to say no to anybody. Yeah. So go ahead. No, I have the perfect example and it, and it, it applies to you. Okay. It's, it was, it's a wonderful example of when I started realizing this is something I really had to do because I, I confess that, yes, I said too quickly, I needed mm-hmm. to get better at it. I need to have more prudence. Mm-hmm. So all those years ago, Megan says, Pam, I'd like for you to be my co-host on Red Sea Roundup. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be so awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I really wanted to do it. Uh-huh. I was so excited to get to spend that time with you and everything. But I thought, okay, I need to pray about this. Mm-hmm. And I need to talk to my spouse about this, right? I really want to do it, but I'm going to try and be more prudent because I wasn't so great uh-huh. at that virtue beforehand. So I go and talk to my husband about it. Uh-huh. And he said, no way. You got too much going on. <laughs> We've still got the kids at home. This mm-hmm. is That's just too much. He says, now, if you want to do it like once a month, mm-hmm. you know, um, I can see that. And I was so, I was so crestfallen and so upset that I had to come back and tell Megan, Megan, I just don't think that's for my station in life mm-hmm. right now, which I still had kids at home and needed to, and I was already taking a lot away, a lot of time away from the household mm-hmm. being active in the community. So I needed that balance. I didn't want to go too far. And you said, okay, well, that'd be great. So I was like a once a month regular right, in yeah. the beginning uh-huh, too. Yeah. So uh-huh. again, that was my first really memorable time of exercising prudence and actually how <laughs> painful it was to tell you no. Right. Yeah. I think this, I don't think applies to you very much, but you know, I don't know, maybe it applies to me. I haven't really thought about it enough. So, oh, I'll take a temperature check and I'll see if I, if it applies to me. okay. Okay. Temperature check. So what I was about to say is that, um, sometimes people can step into those roles because, they like the feeling of being respected and in positions of authority or leadership. So, um, you know, as I was saying, I was saying it didn't apply to you, but I, I wasn't sure it applied to me. So I'm, now I'm, as I'm temperature checking on it, I'm, I'm trying to think, I think for me, what it comes down to is not so much the pride of desiring like respect or admiration or anything like that. It's the pride that says there's nothing you can't do. That says you are capable of doing it all no matter what. And if you say no, because you feel like maybe you're overwhelmed or whatever, then 
you are falling short of being productive, getting it done, you know, that there's it, a fear of your, of my own limitations. Mm. And so, you know, I think that has certainly been at play in my life where it's, you know, what Bob shoots, if anybody who's read his books or listens to his podcast, he refers to as an unholy self-reliance, this idea of like, I don't need anybody. I can get it all done. And so I can always say yes, because, uh, yeah, I'll find a way. Right. You know, and so sometimes we can fall into bad leadership if we don't admit our own limitations. Right. And and that's one of the reasons I think you and I are complementary in our conversations, because my impetus for always saying yes would be like, wow, I'll be on the radio. A lot of people hear me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get a lot more respect because, you know, I'm out there talking and right. bringing Jesus to people. Look at me kind of thing. Yeah. yeah so my vanity yeah. was was really played into that, mm-hmm. um, wanting to do it. And yes, like it wouldn't have been a bad thing for me to do it as far sure. as in general, but was that what God wanted of me? So mm-hmm. discerning that properly and being prudent about it. So important. Like what is your why? So your why always needs to be, cause I've been called by the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. The, the Lord is, is calling me to that. And it's been helpful for me to know my personal God-given gifts, right? Sure, yeah. Um, which are very different for everyone. Mm-hmm. So we could probably do a whole... Have we done a podcast on charisms before? kind of seems like, like we, we touched did. on it yeah, before, I feel like for we sure. Did. Well, we may need to revisit that one as well yeah. because I think it's really good for people to know. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, I'm also thinking that um, as it relates to leadership and this idea of what you're good at, what you're not good at, you know, how things are going or not going and discerning, like sometimes there's not certainty in situations. Like you don't necessarily know for sure that you can do something or you don't necessarily know for sure that something's going to work out. So I do think that one of the um, good qualities in a leader is something that we did our last two podcast episodes about, which is about trust. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just have to take that leap of faith and trust in the Lord and understand, well, if he's calling me to it, you know, he equips the called, right? And so Mm -hmm. he'll make a way. But if we get too caught up in this idea of, I need to have certainty, I need to know for sure before I make a decision or before I take a step forward, you will get paralyzed, And you can't lead out of a place of paralyzation of fear that it's not going to go the way you want it to go or you might fail or whatever. So there has to be this level of, you know what? It may fail. And if it fails, I trust that I'm going to learn something or that God will bring something good of that, even in the failure. Right. If you truly feel called to it. Like there's been times recently I was approached to um, be in an administrative role. Like organizing a bunch of people and mm-hmm. emails and times and and diagrams and charts and all of that. And I'm like, I, that is so far out of my gift zone that I, I used to love the idea of being good at it. Mm-hmm. And after trying to do that pretty well, I, un- I understood that's not my gift. And so I would be doing them a disservice. So right. you say it doesn't, you don't know how, I mean, God probably would have, if I really felt called to it. Sure. But when I knew right away, that is, uh-huh. that is not a gift or characteristic that I excel yeah. in. So it would have to really be something a little more dramatic in that. 
But as we talk about Christian leadership, as I can't believe we're, you know, winding this up a little bit, is mm-hmm. I want to talk about those virtues specifically of what we're looking for in a Christian leader. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the top one, humility. Yeah, I think you were just speaking to that, like to recognize I'm not good at that. Like, it's not a gift of mine. It's not even a skill of mine, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so to that humility that says, I know the truth of myself. And it's good, important to remember that humility, again, is knowing the truth about yourself. So that's just as much being honest about the fact, yes, I am actually good at that. Yes. As it is, no, I'm not good at that. So, you know, that reminds me, I'm going to pull it back to shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm you were very gracious to say yes. I mean, you Mm -hmm. could have said no, like, oh, you know, I've moved on. I don't want to do radio. I don't want to come drive once a month to College Station um, to do this podcast. But no, I I mean, I think you discerned properly and wisely, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. that this was something very comfortable in your wheelhouse of gifts that the Holy Spirit had given you. Yeah, and I I think, you know, there's a couple things there as well. There's... Yes, I felt capable. Capable, yeah. And also I remember I remembered that when I was on the radio, I had so much joy. I I, I used to say all the time on Roundup, I don't in the end nobody could be listening, but I'm having a great time. So yeah. it's worthwhile <laughs> to me. And I think we feel the same way about the podcast. Like we enjoy our conversation so That's much right. that it's not so much about, you know, the success of how how many people are listening. Although, you know, it's important in the sense of we want it to be worth the time of the radio station and the work that goes into it. But but there's so much joy in the doing. Right. And so that's another thing in leadership that if you're feeling joyless, if you're feeling it's sapping your energy, if you're feeling like it's drudgery all the way through that the people that you're exposing to that that you're hopefully leading well are, are going to feel that and they're not right. going to feel inspired. They're not going to want to go where you want to, where you want to lead because why would anyone want to go there to exactly. a place of lack of joy, feeling of drudgery, feeling of being put upon? Yes. I have a very good analogy kind of in the work setting. Cause this is, I say this about my work now because it was definitely God put me in the position to be a fertility care practitioner mm-hmm. and the whole saying that if you do something you really love, you won't work a day in your life. And I really feel that mm-hmm. way when it comes to my job, but I feel that way in ministry as well. When yeah. I, when I'm doing something like this with you, um, that it gives me love, joy, and energy. Yeah. But you know, another thing that we were talking about in the previous podcast about being merciful, oh, I think, a, I think a good Christian leader needs to be merciful with people. Mm-hmm. They need to be vulnerable. Sure. Vulnerability is a, is a true um, symptom or characteristic of someone that's very um, leadership oriented. Mm, so if you have sure. a heavy handed boss, that's not right. their gift. Yeah. But someone who a good listener is another mm-hmm. characteristic. I mean, how edifying is it? As we know, if you've trained anything in spiritual guidance, that being a good listener means I value you. Right. Another thing that comes to mind is really charity, the, the, the best of all virtues, right? So willing the good of the other, that our leadership should be not about our own self-aggrandizement or our own sense of self-worth, but truly trying to bring good to the, others, to the lives of others, to lift up those who were called to lead to help them become the Christian they're meant to be not so much for our own, you know, 
goodness or anything, but for, for their goodness. And, you know, we just recently um, read, you know, the Matthew 25, Jesus is talking about how we'll be judged and it's about how we respond and, and deal with other people in ways that are charitable. And so we should, ha- a good Christian leader has got to have a heart of charity. Absolutely. Yeah. And now, so as we're winding down, I think, you know, you're talking about leadership qualities as it gives you joy. You've got some vulnerability. Um, you can admit when you're wrong. So there's that mm-hmm. humility that's a part of that and lifting others up to bring yeah. along with you, you know, so I encourage everyone to kind of have an areas in their life where I think, Hey, you know what? I think I'm good at this. Let me get better. Um, I think I have this characteristic. Let me develop it. Whether it's the, the, the vulnerability or other things along those lines of Christian leadership. And you know what, Megan, I really thank you for your Christian leadership, mm-hmm. starting with, starting with, you know, getting roundup started. Um, what you do now, you, you, like you said, you have these ideas and you go with them. So you're, you're actually acting on them. You're starting that, um, the group, uh, the passionists, mm-hmm. you know, and next weekend we're going to be, um, leading a Advent retreat because yeah. of your inspiration. So I want to thank you so much for saying yes to the podcast on shoulder to shoulder and, um, for all the other yeses in your leadership of just bringing Christ's love to the world. Well, thank you so much, Pam. Just thank you for the ways that you're so beautifully supportive and such a wonderful cheerleader for anyone who's wanting to do the will of God. And, and that's a beautiful thing. And we're so humbled, both of us so humbled to actually be on the air to be able to bring our love of the Lord to everyone. Amen. So thank you for joining Red Sea Roundup slash Shoulder to Shoulder today. And we hope until next time you'll remain united with us in prayer. God bless. God bless. God bless.